everyone. I'm Mathewson. And I'm Harry. And this is the MVP podcast. Harry, you want to talk about what this podcast is going to be about? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Mathewson and I have had a lot of conversations about product, um, you know, in the industry and different um, stories. And uh, we've had good conversations and we felt like now is a good time to kind of record those conversations, uh, share the insights that we've had. Um, you know, we have two different perspectives, although both in the tech industry. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, just recording and sharing is going to be something, um, you know, beneficial for our listeners as well as for us and just document our journey in this, in this space. Um, yeah. Why don't we give them a rundown on, on what, what they can get from this podcast? So uh, we have a couple of things that we're planning on doing. One of the things is we're going, to be, we're going to be doing product stories. So we analyze how successful products that we use every day um, or just successful products in general in the industry and how they, how they came about, uh, what the story is behind them, how they originated, and how they just scaled to be what they, what they, what they became. Yeah, and so you know, with that, we also want to talk to builders of these products, um, kind of get their insights and how they started, what was their inspiration to, to start these products or um, maybe not even start it, but, you know, if they joined, you know, in a company or a startup, um, just kind of hearing their story and what made them interested in pursuing what they did. Yeah, so yeah. Be, stay tuned to, uh, to that. We'll definitely be bringing, bringing on pretty interesting people and be having great conversations with them. Yeah, and, um, you know, we also want to understand the future of these products and kind of how, um, different companies and people set product direction and their strategy. Um, how do they you know, incorporate customer feedback? Um, how do they make these decisions and trade-offs when t- tackling customer problems as a team? Um, so those are, you know, some of the considerations we or questions we'll be asking our guests as well. Yeah, yeah. And uh, not just the future, but you also want to talk about the present because, I mean, I don't think the, mar- the, the general environment has been more entertaining than it, than it has been to today. Uh, every day we feel like we there's something going on, something crazy going on that we have to talk about. Um, and so we'll definitely be bringing that to the pod. Um, we'll be analyzing interesting news in the in- industry, company news, new re- news releases, uh, a bunch of different things. Um, but that will be part of the podcast as well. So that you all have an idea of what the podcast is going to be about, I think it makes sense that we tell you more about ourselves. Um, to start, I'm a Canadian well, based out of New York City. I just moved here a couple months ago. And uh, yeah, I mean, I am a software engineer by trade, uh, working at Google at the moment, particularly on their Waze subsidiary. And uh, if you don't know what Waze is, Waze is a uh, real-time navigation app used by a lot of drivers. Waze pretty much uses real-time data uh, as well as community community feedback to provide to let drivers know about things like accidents, traffic jams, you know, speed traps, um, construction, you name it. Ways gives so much information for the driver to be able to you know drive safely and get to their destination at, uh, at as fast as possible. At Waze, I am on the Waze Ads Management team. If you've used Waze before and you ever come to a stop, you would have noticed that an ad pops up. Well, it doesn't pop up, but it slides down. The whole chain of events that causes that ad to pop up or slide down uh, is powered by the tooling built by the ads management team. 
it's been a really great experience, you know, just learning how a company like Waze uh, monetizes and creates revenue uh, while not compromising. It's a strong community aspect. But before working at Waze, uh, I actually worked at Shopify for a couple of years. Uh, at Shopify, I was a production, production engineer on the traffic team. And um, on the traffic team, uh, we were responsible for all internet traffic coming into um, Shopify. So we build tooling to help help and help make sure that merchants' uh, sites are are protected against DDoS. And but at the same time, we also help develop tooling uh, internally for other developers at Shopify. So as as production engineers, we're we're responsible for not only making sure Shopify scales, but we we make sure that we also build tooling within Shopify so that other developers can can create software with, with as little friction as possible. That's pretty much what, I, what I've been doing day-to-day in, in the industry. But outside of work, I spend a lot of time working on side projects, uh, you know, just building, building different things, experimenting with uh, different technologies. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's pushed me to explore how these different companies monetize, um, how they come up with products, how they iterate on products, um, you know, and how, what the different things uh, go into making a successful product. Um, so, yeah, I, I hope I hope we can discuss all that in the on the podcast. We're looking. I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Cool. And I'm Harry. I'm also Canadian. I'm still living here in Toronto, uh, where I was born and raised. Currently, I'm working as a solutions engineer at Geotab. And Geotab is basically an IoT vehicle telematics company. And so we have, we manufacture these devices that connect into vehicles through an OBD2 port. Um, And so this is a standardized port where uh, we can read data from the vehicle itself, from the computers on the vehicle, such as fuel level, um, engine faults, uh, odometer readings, in addition to that, we have GPS modules on the device itself so we can track location. And we collect all this data to uh, basically help companies manage their fleets of vehicles. And we have this hardware component and then all this data feeds back to our servers. Uh, and we have a software platform where our customers can manage their fleets. And so as a solution engineer, um, you know, I work in essentially a technical sales role, um, helping customers use our tools to the best of their ability um, and to create the most value for them. Um, that can be through creating custom add-ins, through integrations with their own internal software or third-party software, um, helping set up live data feeds of their vehicles and GPS locations, et cetera. So um, a lot of different cool stuff um, working with, you know, the products and customers directly. So um, you know, I feel like that's a pretty uh, interesting area to be in. Before that, I was in a much different role um, in a similar consulting um, kind of function, but in a completely different field. Um, I was at a company called KPMG, and I was in the deal advisory department where we're doing financial due diligence on M&A deals. Um, and so essentially, we're helping either you know, buy side or sell side. Um, uh, companies to um, evaluate their uh, M&A transactions. So we largely look at financial statements like the balance sheet, um, 
uh, income statement or cash flow statements. Uh, and then we also look at other financial metrics uh, to calculate valuation of a deal um, of a company. So that was kind of niche in the technology industry as well, but again, much different from a technical sales role that I do now. Um, but yeah, aside from that, um, you know, similar to Methuen, I am you know, very interested in learning about product and how customers uh, use products uh, in their companies. Um, you know, that intersection has been pretty uh, interesting for me, and that's why I kind of made that pivot into more of a technical sales role. Um, so excited to learn more about it as we um, you know, continue with this podcast. So, Harry, how can people reach out to us uh, for things like, you know, feedback or, you know, if they want to ask a question, where can they reach us? Yeah, so Twitter is probably the best place to, to get, in, get in contact with us. Uh, my at is uh, Harry Siva underscore. And Methuen yeah. yours is? Mine is uh, M2S4N. A little play on Methuen, but with some numbers in there. Um, but yeah, like I, I think both of us, just a, just a, just a warning, both of us are, I, I consider like silent users of Twitter, so we don't really tweet. But uh, I think I think I've gotten a bit more active than uh, Harry. Uh, we both kind of use Twitter as a way to, you know, just get information, I guess, like learn from people by following certain people. Um, but yeah, uh, we might just start getting more active. Yeah, I- I'm definitely planning to get more active and. Obviously, Elon has bought Twitter, so he's going to make it a digital town square. And so uh, I am excited to contribute to the town square and you know, share my thoughts, too. We'll see how that goes. We are, we are we're literally at the beginning of, of this whole revolution of Twitter, it looks like. So, well, yeah. we'll, we'll be talking about that on the pod. So. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely got to be one of the product stories. Um, yeah. And we'll see how it pivots into the future with new leadership. Awesome. Well, that was it for intro pod. See you guys in V0.1 soon. All right. Talk to you later. Peace.